Hey, everybody. So apparently the last few episodes I've recorded have had awful audio quality. And I'm just here to apologize because, listen, I record this from my bed on a tiny little recording box thing. Like, I don't even know what this thing is. It looks like a brick with a bunch of buttons on it. And I plug it into the wall and then I plug a microphone in and I talk into it. Um, most podcasts have higher production than this. I don't, I don't really roll like that. I really don't function well like that. I love low production value. Like that is how I function the best. I don't want a team of people around me as I'm talking shit into the microphone. Um, you know, I want to do this all on my own. And that's great until, you know, I don't know how to adjust my audio levels properly. And for that, I apologize. But I did fix them. Hopefully they sound good. And if they don't, you got to bear with me here, guys. I'm I'm just I'm recording from bed. Okay, only so much can be done while someone's in bed. Only things can only be so good when you're doing them from bed. Um, anyway. I think the podcast is a little bit cursed right now because a few weeks ago I recorded a whole episode and I didn't realize that I had like pressed a button on my little recording box machine that made it so that none of my audio was recorded. So when I clicked on the file to listen to it, it was just like a, it was just like a blank file. It was like a two hour long file with no audio. Uh... When I remember that, I like actually feel pain again. Like I feel like I'm reliving that pain. Anyway, um So yeah, you guys are just going to have to bear with me here, okay? I'm not in I'm not an audio specialist. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Um but I appreciate your patience. This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store it doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. Anywho, what are we talking about today? 
Um, recently, there's been a lot of award shows. One that comes to mind for me is the People's Choice Award, which ironically, this podcast was nominated for an award for the People's Choice Awards, which is very cool. Um, and I'm very, very grateful. Thank you guys for listening and supporting the podcast. And if you guys nominated me, I don't really know how nominations work with this stuff. But if you guys did nominate me, I really appreciate like, I don't know, like, what do you send votes in? Like, I have no idea how this shit works. Um, regardless, I'm very grateful. And I don't want that to get lost because I am about to shit on award shows for the next hour. So I, I want to show my gratitude before I proceed to shit on award shows for the next hour. Um, here's the thing, right? The general concept of award shows seems fun when you look at it from a hundred miles away, right? Like from a bird's eye view, award shows seem fun. You know, it's just like, you take a handful of creative people, put them into a category, and then you find a few people and you make them judge which one is the best and then there's a winner. Or you send a tweet out and say, everybody vote for your favorite and then you have a winner. You know, like from a bird's eye view that seems like so chill and not like, it just seems fun and whatever. but. I don't think that it's that simple and I don't think that it's that harmless and I'll explain why. I think that there are certain times and places where competitions make sense. An example would be like the Olympics, you know, judging people based on their physical ability, right? That makes sense to me because whether or not you can physically do something is it's like a yes or no question. And and whether or not you can do it well is also a yes or no question. It's like, was that good? Yes or no. And like the answer is, is like, it's set in stone, right? You know, a good example would be like even a track race. Like if people are running track, whoever runs the fastest ran the fastest. You know, there it's not up for debate. Whoever can hold a handstand for the longest held the handstand for the longest. You know what I'm saying? There's no... Um, room for debate like the person who wins wins but when it comes to award shows and competitions based on creativity that's not the case you know what I'm saying let's say there's a award show and the the category is best music video of the year every judge might have different taste and might have a different perspective. And all of the music videos are probably pretty great. And it really just comes down to opinion at that point, right? So when it comes to creative competition, the winner is kind of just winning because the judge liked theirs the best and it's kind of just based on opinion, you know? It's like, whereas like, you know, a race, like if, if you know, you're run, like a running race where two people are running, for example, like whoever ran faster ran faster. So the judge 
it doesn't have to do anything except for make sure that nobody got disqualified. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh yeah, well that person ran, you know, 100 meters in 10 seconds and that person ran it in 12. The winner ran it in 10 seconds. Like it's just, it's not based on opinion, right? But when you compare creativity, the only way to judge it is just based on opinion. And the problem with that is that in my opinion, comparing creativity in a competition of sorts is just not necessary. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no way to truly determine a real winner because it's all based on opinion and it's unnecessary. And if anything, I think it might even be harmful, you know, because creation is very personal and it's very intimate with someone, you know, a creative creation is very, very intimate to the person who created it. And it means a lot to the person who created it. And shoving that into a competitive nature just defeats the whole purpose of creativity in general. You know, the beautiful thing about creativity and making art in any form is that it doesn't take away from anybody else's art or creativity. You know, let's use music as an example. I love so many different artists and bands and I love so many different genres of music. And my appreciation for one doesn't take away from my appreciation of the other. And I don't really see a reason to compare all of my favorite music. I like all of my favorite music for a bunch of different reasons. And I listen to certain songs when I'm feeling one way and I listen to other songs when I'm feeling another way. You know, there's a time and a place for all of my favorite music. I don't need to compare. I don't need to choose my favorite. That's not the point. I appreciate them all differently. And it's the same thing with pieces of art that I have in my home, you know? I love them all for different reasons and I appreciate them all for different reasons. And the beauty of one piece of art that I have in one part of my house does not take away from the beauty of the art in another part of my house. I think that the moral of the story is, you know, competition with creativity doesn't make sense. It's not, it, it just doesn't work like that. Like it doesn't go hand in hand. When it comes to athletics, it makes total sense because with athletics, you know, competition is almost necessary. That's the reason why you want to get better is so that you can win and be the best. And being the best is set in stone. You're either the best or you're not. And it's not opinion based. It's strictly based on what you are capable of, how fast you can go how many, you know, points you can score, how many skills you can perform at any given moment, you know, that is fair. Like that is fair. That makes sense. But as I said, it just doesn't make sense with creativity. And I think that it really misses the point. It, it defeats the whole purpose you know, and I understand like award shows, like if you look at the Grammys or the Oscars, uh, 
which are music and movie award shows, you know, there's there's something fun about it, right? It's like, oh, like, is my favorite movie going to win? Is my favorite music artist going to win? Whatever. Yeah, it might be fun for, you know, the audience, but for the actual creators who made these pieces of art, I don't think it's very fun, you know, because they work their asses off to make something amazing and it's now being judged for the world to see based on simply opinion. It just doesn't make sense. It's just, I just don't think it's, it's good. I just don't think it's good. I don't think it makes sense and I don't think that it's right. It just feels wrong to me because there's too much emotion and there's too much vulnerability that goes on with creativity for it to be just judged based on opinion. It's like, it almost takes the depth away from, from creativity when you start to, you know, throw creative projects into competition and compare them to one another on a surface level. It takes away from the depth that went into the creation because when you just judge it, based on, you know, surface level elements, you're not looking into the story of the creation and you're not looking into what that meant to the person who created it. You're just kind of basing it like off, well, you know, like, I think, I think that that was better than the other one. Like, and that's it. You know, it's, it's not, it's, it just doesn't do everybody's art justice. And I understand that sometimes there's like a clear winner in these things. There's someone who maybe did something revolutionary that's never been done before in a creative competition setting. You know, there's somebody who really, really went outside of the box and did something that was a complete shocker to everybody and was super exciting and, you know, maybe even is going to inspire filmmaking or music making in the future um and it's a complete like black sheep like it's completely different than the rest and so that one's a clear winner great then you know whatever but that doesn't happen usually usually it's like well these are all great movies or these are all great music videos or these are all great songs or these are all great paintings you know it's just like we're just kind of choosing our favorite but based on what I just don't like it I just, I just simply don't like it. And I don't think that it's good. You know, if, if it were up to me and if I were to host an award show, instead of, you know, taking five different movies, putting them into a category and saying, this one is my favorite, I would say, here are 15 movies from this year that, you know, were nominated all by the public that are all great for their own reasons and they're getting a little shout out and here's why, you know, and there's no competition on, you know, which one is the best. It's just more of a highlight reel of some of the best work of the year. You know what I mean? Same thing could go for music. Th same thing could go for music videos. Same thing could go for art. You get what I'm saying. Um, instead of like pitting creative people against one another, I think it would just be so much better if it was, you know, less of a competition and more just of like a showcase of some of the best things that were created that year.
You know, I don't think that the whole competition element is necessary. I think that we could just leave it at like a nomination thing. Like everybody who's nominated just gets a shout out and, you know, gets a chance to talk about their inspiration for, you know, what made them want to create what they created and like that be it. Instead of it being this intense competition of sorts, I just don't think that it's right. And, you know, this whole situation kind of reminds me of when I was in art class in high school and, you know, we would get graded on how well we did art. That's so counterintuitive. Like, that's not how it works. The whole reason why art and creativity in general are so great is that there's no rules. And don't we know that by now? Like, didn't Van Gogh teach us anything? Van Gogh didn't sell any work when he was alive. Everybody thought he was a piece of shit artist because he didn't fit in the mold. But now we all fucking lose our shit over Van Gogh paintings because we realize now that he was incredible and he did something new and he did something different, right? And so grading a high school-aged kid on how well they can paint something is just so wrong to me because art in general is so personal. I think that in art class, you should be graded based on whether or not you completed your project on time. That's it. Technique, blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Why are we grading people based on that? You know what I'm saying? That's just so, again, wrong to me. If somebody is not as artistically inclined and, you know, their art piece doesn't look maybe as aesthetically pleasing as the next guy, somebody shouldn't be graded poorly for that. If they did their absolute best, they should be given an A, period. And if they got it done and they weren't lazy and they did it and they put their heart and soul into it, they should be given an A. End of story. When I was in art class, I remember like some of my classmates would put their fucking elbow grease into an art project and get like a B minus. And they would be so upset because they'd be like, well, I did my best. And like, this is what I thought looked good. And this is what I thought felt right. And then they would get a B minus just because the teacher didn't really like the way that they did it. That's just not right to me. Listen, if you're in art school in like college or something and you know, the, the course that you're taking is specifically based on drawing and painting realistically. Listen, you're signing yourself up for a difficult class and like you're signing yourself up to be judged on whether or not you can realistically paint something correctly. But in high school art class, Come on, being super strict about doing art, quote unquote, correctly in a classroom setting causes competitiveness between students. Like students are going to start to feel competitive towards one another while creating these art pieces. And that's just not healthy. Creativity thrives when you can collaborate and discuss with other people freely and without competition and with just simply excitement and inspiration, like competitiveness is absolutely the thief of creativity in my opinion. Some people might 
you know, be able to thrive creatively when there's competition involved, not me. And a lot of people I know are similar to me where that just does not work. It takes all the joy out of it. And in my opinion, all things in life that are creative should be enjoyable. Because if not, like, what's the point? It's like in life, there are two types of things that you can do. Creative things and necessary things. Necessary things would be like cleaning the house, putting gas in your car, going grocery shopping, taking a shower, like all of that stuff. Yeah, it can be necessary things can be enjoyable at times, but they're not always going to be enjoyable and sometimes they're going to be tedious and sometimes they're going to be a fucking bummer. You know what I mean? And it's just it is the way that it is. You can't expect necessary things to always be fun or enjoyable. They might be every once in a while, but generally they're just going to be what they are. But creative things like making art and cooking and making anything should be always enjoyable. There's no reason for that to ever feel like a chore or to feel like a competition. It's just stupid and it's counterintuitive. If at any point being creative becomes a chore or it becomes competitive or it becomes anxiety inducing and uncomfortable and not relaxing, you're doing it wrong. And you know what? I felt this way, you know, at a certain point. I make YouTube videos and for me, making YouTube videos became not creative for me any, anymore. You know, it was just like, okay, I'm just making these videos and I'm kind of having fun doing it, but also like, I don't feel creative doing this. I, in, in like, you know, I feel like I'm in a weird way competing with, I, I wasn't competing with anybody in particular, but I was competing against myself in a negative way, not in a positive way, but in a negative way. I was like, I want to continue to get better at making, you know, a certain type of, of YouTube video. And I want to do better than I did a year ago. I want to make better videos than I did a year ago. And I was like caught up in comparing my new stuff to my old stuff instead of just leaving the past in the past and just simply making a good video that I appreciate now for what it is, if that makes sense. Instead of making a video and trying to make it better than videos I had made in the past, I just shifted my focus to being like, I'm just gonna make a video in this present moment that is good for what it is, not good in comparison to videos I've made in the past, if that makes sense. Absolutely word vomiting right now. Lord knows if anything I'm saying makes sense. Per usual, I never know. Okay, I turn on the microphone, I start word vomiting. The rest is history. I say this at least at one point in every episode too, because I like, I catch myself in this like weird trance and then I snap myself out of it and then I'm like, oh my God, I got locked into that trance again. Like, what did I just say? This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. 
So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, creativity in general does not need to be compared. There doesn't need to be a competition. And I think that that's just missing the whole point. I think that comparing art and creativity to one another just completely misses the whole point of what being creative is. Being creative is creating something that evokes any type of feeling in yourself or in others or in both. That's what creativity is. And it's enjoying the process while doing it. And it, it should be exciting and it should be personal and it might not be everybody's cup of tea, but a lot of times if you create something and it's not everybody's cup of tea, that means you did it right. And that means that you were really, truly creative. If everybody likes something that you created, you probably didn't take enough risk. If you created something and only 50% of people like it or even only 20% of people like it, that means you did something that kind of stirred the pot a little bit. You took a little bit of a risk and you did something that was a little weird, a little funky, and that's a good thing. When I do something creative and I get a little bit of discomfort from people and people are like, oh, that's a little weird. I love that. To me, that's like, okay, we are on the right track. We're stirring the pot a little bit, goddammit. And I like that. Now, listen, I know some of you at home are like, Emma, it's not that fucking deep. You know, you don't have to watch award shows. You don't have to participate in award shows. It's just not that deep. I know that. I know that. I'm just saying, I am just saying in general, why am I getting defensive? Why am I getting defensive? <laughs> Literally, I'm like, there's Emma, there's no one here like arguing with you. Just everybody's probably on your side. Like you don't need to get defensive. I don't know why I just literally started like fighting with an imaginary person right now. That's mortifying. But I'm kind of glad that it happened because it is kind of funny. But also I am a little bit embarrassed. Anyway, it isn't really that deep. You know, it's like nobody's getting hurt by these types of competitions happening. Um, I just wanted to share my general opinion about, you know, the, uh, the flaws in comparing creativity in any form, whether that's in art class at school or that's in award show or that's some sort of art competition in general, no matter what that may be, you know, there's so many different types of art related competitions that exist out there. So anything, you know, in that realm, I just really don't think that it's right. Now, I know that with some of these types of competitions or award shows and stuff like that, 
it's not just based on like a small panel of three judges. Sometimes it's based on like votes from the public, like votes from actual human beings, right? And so when it's based on, you know, actual human beings, you know, and based on the public, like thousands of people, that's a little different. It's it's definitely like a little bit less surface level maybe because it's based on like the general opinion of people. You know what I'm saying? Like that if if one creation was heavily voted for chances are it probably is the best right it's not just based on the opinion of three judges it probably is the best one just based on public opinion if 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 public opinion decides this is the best chances are it probably it probably is the best it might be the the most well done it might be the most creative it might be the most different or unique but i don't care that it I don't care how well a creative um, endeavor is judged. I don't care how accurately it's judged. I don't care how many factors went into the judging of this creation. I just think in general that comparing creativity is just wrong. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at, right? And I don't know, you know, some people might totally disagree with me. And even some people who are in these types of competitions or award shows or art classes might disagree with me they might think that and and that's fine I just I don't know I've always felt this way and I've always wanted to talk about it and so here we are and I would love to hear your guys's opinion if you guys agree with me or disagree with me please feel free to share why the twitter's at ag podcast you can tweet at me and uh, we can start a debate of sorts Uh, or a conversation. I'm curious. I don't know if like I'm just looking at this too deeply, but yeah, I just don't think it's good. Whereas, you know, something that I, uh, like an area where competition is necessary to me is like with something like food, like if they're like a food competition, like, okay, for example, like cooking competitions, like British baking what is it called? British Baking Show? British... It's crazy that I don't know that because I'm so obsessed with cooking shows, but I haven't really gotten too into that one. British Baking Show. Wait, is that it? I'm Googling it. Not an episode goes by where I don't fucking Google something. British Baking Show. The Great British Bake Off. The Great British Break Off. The Great British Break... Why can I not say it? The Great British Baking Show. Also known as The Great British Bake Off. That was a fucking emotional roller coaster. Um. Anyway, shows like that or shows like Chopped. If you've seen Chopped, it's like where four chefs get a box of random ingredients and then they have to cook a dish out of those ingredients. You know, stuff like that. Like, Yes, that's based on opinion, but also in a weird way, like judging somebody off, you know, whether or not they cooked something properly or well is kind of in the same realm as like whether or not somebody can run faster than the other. It, it just seems like an obvious yes or no answer. I don't know. 
maybe I'm totally off my rocker here. Like maybe I'm just totally losing my mind. I don't know. But there it is. I remember I did an art competition a few years back uh, in my hometown because actually, so my dad is an artist. He paints paintings for a living and he used to enter this art competition every year for fun um, where basically everybody would go out for the day and paint around this neighborhood and then at the end of the day they would come back and show what they had painted that day and there was like a panel of judges and they would judge you know who painted the best painting that day and one year I decided I would enter the competition as well with my dad of course I absolutely lost beyond belief I didn't even I I did terrible like even I can say that I know I just spent this whole entire episode being like don't judge creativity but also like my painting was fucking ugly like there was nothing good about it and that's fine I'm allowed to judge my own art nobody else is though anywho um but like I remember you know when I was painting my painting and I was a kid, right? I was young. I felt this like sense of like stress and, and urgency and anxiety while I was painting this painting. And it made the whole experience so fucking traumatizing. And same thing for my dad. I remember my dad every year used to be like, oh, this shit stresses me out so bad. Like, you know, and normally he loves painting. Like he feels relatively relaxed from painting. Obviously, when you're doing things that are creative, there are definitely roadblocks for sure. And even if, you know, you love what you're doing, there are going to be moments when it's more difficult than others. That's part of it. You know, there's struggles in being creative a thousand percent. But like the anxiety that everybody felt that day was like not in like a cute, oh, this is a part of the creative process way. It was like, a, this is an unnecessary level of stress and discomfort. You know, like, whereas if that painting competition would have been structured a little bit differently and instead of it being a competition, it was more of a situation where it was like a group activity. You know, anybody could join this painting group, let's say, for the day and everybody goes out and paints and then at the end of the day, whoever wants, I just farted. So hopefully you guys didn't hear it. It totally happened without me even like noticing it was happening. Like I didn't notice that I was farting until halfway through the fart. And that is the scariest type of fart when it like happens and you don't notice it until it's already like halfway done. And then you're like, what if I wasn't by myself right now and like I would have just in that fart would have just slipped out and like I had no control over that fart like that was a rogue fart back to what I was saying um like it would have been so much cuter and so much more wholesome if everybody would have just come together painted around the neighborhood and then shared with each other what they painted and why and talked about the struggles and got to just like showcase their art piece for fun with no competitive element like the competitive element it's just like why why is it there it, it just creates like upset you know what I'm saying like it's not good I don't know 
I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if like award shows or competitions or things in that realm are competitive just for the sake of suspense and for drama. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if the competition element is really necessary or if it's just put in place for suspense and for the drama. I really, really do believe that award shows like the Grammys and the Oscars and things like that incorporate this competition element so that, you know, more people are going to get emotionally invested, right? Instead of it just being this peaceful and wholesome event where all of the poppin' movies and music creations of the year just get to be showcased and discussed, they have to all be compared, you know? But why? I know why, because it, it, it creates a little bit of drama, it creates a little bit of argument, it creates a little bit of buzz, and you know how Hollywood works. Hollywood loves a little bit of a little bit of drama. Okay? Hollywood loves it. I just don't think that using people's creations for a source of drama, suspense, and buzz is the right approach. It's like wait until the Olympics. That makes sense. The drama and the buzz around the Olympics or around the Super Bowl, that makes sense. That is where that should stay. The Super Bowl and the Olympics were created as a competition and as entertainment. That is what they are. I mean, obviously, the people who are playing the sport enjoy playing the sport or doing the sport. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But also, like, what's the point of getting good at football if you're not going to compete? What's the point of getting really good at gymnastics unless you're going to compete? There's no point. But what's the point of creating a beautiful song to make other people feel good? That's it. What's the point of painting a beautiful painting to evoke an emotion in somebody who looks at it? What's the point of sewing a beautiful piece of clothing to make somebody feel confident and empowered when they're wearing it? What's the point of making a beautiful movie to transform somebody into another place while they're sitting in their own reality, but they get to feel like they're somewhere else for a second, you know? All of all of these creative things serve another purpose. Their, their root purpose has nothing to do with being better than anyone else or anything else. You see what I mean? It's just food for thought, you know? And if any art teachers are listening to this, I really encourage you to think about your grading system. If, if your art class is based around accuracy of a drawing, sure, grade it based on accuracy. But if you're a high school art teacher, give your students some freedom to express themselves and have fun. And if you're thinking about entering some sort of art competition or some sort of creative competition, maybe think about just gathering some friends together and going out and making something together instead, you know? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had a little bit more time? But the question is, time for what? 
if time was unlimited, how do we even use it? I feel like if I had an extra hour every day, I would spend it, well, I'd like to say I'd spend it meditating, deep breathing, self-reflecting, but I would probably be using it on my phone. And I know that that's cliche, but it's true. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash anything. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Dove. I'm messy. I'm a messy girl. And when you're as messy as I am, you need a deodorant that doesn't mess around. Enter Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Its lightweight formula is super powered with vitamin B3 to reinforce your skin's natural odor defenses while providing new levels of skincare for your underarms, keeping you feeling fresh, whatever your day throws at you. Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Learn more at dove.com. Okay, I thought I would end this episode, though, with a story. Because I have been to an award show before, and I won. And something traumatizing happened to me, and I have to tell you, I mean, I've never told this story. Like, you know, it's you can find it on the internet, so, like, you could see what happened, but I don't think I've told it from my perspective before. So here it goes. So in 2018 or 2019, I was nominated for a Streamy Award, which is basically like the internet award show. All the categories are based on people who create content on the internet, right? And so I was nominated for Breakout Creator, which is basically like somebody who just broke onto the scene vibe. And I was nominated for that. And... I had never been nominated for an award before and I was very excited. Now, obviously, you guys know how I feel about award shows. Yes, but like at that time, I was just excited to experience anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I was so new in the in the world of the internet and all of that stuff that, you know, award shows and uh, different events were all still very exciting to me. And so I was stoked, you know, I was like, all right, like, I'm going to go to the event. So I knew I was nominated for an award, but I didn't think I was going to win. So I was like, I'm just going to go to the event anyway, see if I can meet anybody that I look up to, blah, 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 blah. So a few days before, I go and I get possibly the ugliest outfit I've ever worn um, from some random department store, okay? The outfit was so ugly. I didn't know how to dress for an event, right? Like, I didn't know what I was doing. So I went to this random fucking department store, picked out literally the ugliest outfit I've ever worn. Um, Every time I see the photo of that outfit, I 
want to stab my eyes out with scissors. I was wearing a pair of like gray plaid trousers that like got tight around the ankles for what reason I don't know. I was wearing a Gucci belt with the it was so bad and then like a white shirt tucked in so ugly it, it doesn't sound that ugly but I, it just didn't work on me it just didn't look right on me um and I wore that and uh I ordered a glam squad to do my hair and makeup I don't know if you guys remember that app but it was like an app called glam squad and you could like schedule to get hair and makeup done and like a lot of people use it for prom and like school dances and stuff like that um so I like called up a glam squad they did not they did a great job you know like nothing against them at all but they definitely didn't do a look that like made sense for my face and hair and like my style in general I kind of looked like I was going to a job interview whereas like I wanted to look a little bit more like a baddie vibe I wanted to look kind of cute but instead I looked kind of like I was going to be interviewed for a job at a law firm and like that wasn't the right vibe but that was the hair and makeup that they chose for me because I didn't know what to ask for I was like I don't know whatever you think would look best and then they did whatever they thought would look best and it it, it didn't look best you know but it was like whatever and I remember I like put on my full outfit and like I had my hair and makeup done and I did not feel good I didn't feel confident I felt like I looked kind of ugly which is like not how I should have that's not the right mindset to have but you know what can I say I was like a 17 year old girl I felt like I looked like shit and in my opinion even now I think I kind of looked not the best I just like didn't look like me like I wasn't my, the outfit wasn't me at all the hair and makeup wasn't me and so it just didn't look right like I didn't look like shit in any like you know not like my myself like my body and who I am but more just like how I decided to present myself was not right. It just didn't look right, okay? And um, so I didn't feel super confident because, you know, the way that you do your hair and your makeup and the, and the outfit that you decide to put on, all of that contributes to how you present yourself socially as well, you know? And whether or not you have confidence in a com- conversation depends on whether or not you feel confident in what you're wearing you know what I mean like that that plays a huge role so I was going into it feeling a little bit insecure and I also went into it not expecting to win so I was just kind of like just there chilling like whatever you know I was like there's not going to be a lot of attention on me like it's fine that I don't feel my best right now okay so it, it comes time to announce the winner of my category that I you know I was nominated for breakout creator and the presenters come on stage and they're like okay next we're gonna be you know sharing the winner for this category and I was like well I think I would know if I won like I think somebody would have like given me a heads up right so I just assumed I didn't win because you know no one told me that I won like it was actually a surprise to me. I always assumed that they told you beforehand so that you could prepare. And I think that some award shows definitely do that, but apparently this one did not. And so, you know, the presenters come on stage and they're like, okay, so winner of Breakout Creator is Emma Chamberlain. And I was like, oh shit, 
No, I was so, so, I've never, I wanted to start crying. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to give a speech. I'm not ready. I've never given a speech in my life. You know, there are so many people that I like look up to in this crowd and I'm not ready to, to talk in front of all of them right now. I go up there and I just make a fucking fool of myself. I can't even watch the video now because it makes me so upset because I just know like it was it's just it's possibly some of the cringiest content of me that exists. And listen, you can look it up, but don't you dare fucking bring it up to me. I don't want to hear about it. Okay, you can look it up. You could find it on the Internet somewhere. I'm not going to give you any hints on how to find it. You could find it if you wanted to, but don't fucking send it to me. Do not bring it up to me. Do not make fun of me. I'm sick of it. I already got made fun of enough. I got made fun of for like at least a year after that all happened. And honestly, it was well-deserved. I mean, it was cringy. Yes, it was definitely very cringy. I went up there and I was like, uh, I don't even remember what I said. I blocked it out of my memory. All I remember is that I forgot to thank, I forgot to thank like 50 people and I don't even think I, I, I just didn't say anything right. That's the moral of the story. And I remember I got off the stage and I just felt like said shit. And I was asking everybody, I was like, I did a terrible job, didn't I? And everybody was like, no, you did good. You did good. They were all lying to me. I did terrible. Um, and that will remain possibly one of the most embarrassing moments in my life that I wish I could just delete. But at the same time, it's like, it's all a part of the fun, you know? Like, if you don't have awkward fucking moments like that, then what's the point of life? It's like, awkward moments like that make you appreciate when you kind of have a badass moment. You know what I'm saying? It's good. It's fine. It's important. It's necessary. But it was so bad. Oh my God, it was so bad. Um, and it even, actually, that event got even worse for me because then... Uh, I had to walk a tiny little red carpet and take photos with my, with my trophy. And I had never posed on a red carpet before. And it took me a second to get comfortable. And so I was like, hey, can you guys give me a sec? Like I need to figure out how I want to pose. Well, I didn't realize that, you know, there's no mercy in these situations. Like these photographers don't give a fuck about you and they don't give a fuck about your feelings, which is valid, you know? And so they just started snapping photos of me and I was like, wait, 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 hold on. And so, you know, I adjusted myself and then I was ready to take photos. Um, well, it turns out that the photos that ended up being uploaded to the internet were all the photos of me like readjusting myself before I was ready to pose and the photos were so bad like I was like there's one where like I'm like half blinking and like I'm like moving my neck weird and it's like one of the worst photos of me I've ever seen and like that's the photo that they chose to use 
And I was like, you guy. And that photo still gets used sometimes on the internet. Like if somebody maybe like, you know, say writes an article about me, they'll use that image every once in a while. And I'm like, can we just retire this image forever? I asked if I could get it deleted, but apparently that's not how this whole thing works. Listen, I still to this day don't know how all this shit works. But back then I really didn't know. I was like fresh. I had zero experience in this world and universe at all. And so I just was like, it was such a train wreck, you guys. I really like, but it was also, you know, it took me, I actually had like a moment, you know, um, maybe like a year ago where I remembered this whole catastrophe that happened and it kind of haunted me and it kind of, gave me anxiety and I was like I just wish I could delete this you know like everybody could go and find this incredibly embarrassing moment that I had and it made me feel very out of control and very anxious to know that anybody at any given moment could go and find this of me and it's something I'm embarrassed of you know and that sucks but uh more recently I've realized we're all human. We all have embarrassing moments. And it's maybe not a bad thing for there to be some embarrassing moments of me out there. Because I'm human. And like, that's just the truth of it. We have embarrassing moments. We get flustered. We do weird shit. We pose badly for photos. We, you know, like under prepare for a speech. Okay. Like it happens. And that's just part of that's just part of being alive and so maybe it isn't so bad that it's out there for anybody to see but anyway that's all I got for today um please let me know what you guys think of everything we talked about today the twitter is at ag podcast you can tweet at me your opinions we can start a little debate I'm very curious to hear if you guys agree with me disagree with me um if you do disagree with me be polite because I'm very sensitive and I'm kidding. You can you can you can totally go in and we can debate. I'm I'm into it. But also if you agree, yeah, let's just talk on Twitter. I appreciate you guys listening this week. I appreciate you guys listening every week. Thank you again for nominating me and this podcast for the People's Choice Award. I really appreciate it. Um despite the fact that I don't necessarily believe in competition when it comes to creativity or creation in general, I still am very grateful. Um, and if I don't win, I'm, I'm literally deleting my, I'm deleting my podcast. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I really, I'm, <laughs> I, that is the joke. Like I, there is no competitiveness with me when it comes to this stuff. So may the, may the best pod win. Um, all love anyway. Uh, if you guys want to follow Anything Goes, you can do so on any platform that you listen to podcasts. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you guys think of the podcast. I really appreciate the reviews and I read them all the time and they make my day every single time. And that's all I got. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and we're going to talk soon. I'll see you then. Well, I won't see you. I'll talk to you then. <laughs> Bye.